Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 186. I'm confident this time, Jamie. I don't need to ask you if it's 186. I'm (laughs) sure of it. I remember because the Mets won the World Series in 1986, and this is as close as we're going to get to that. (laughs) Because we're not, my guess is we're not going to do 1986 episodes. Oh, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. So, 186, 1986, there you go. That's, that's That's what I got out of it. So, welcome to Walkers and Talkers. Our third week in a row of doing a weekly podcast again. <laughs> Yay! I can't swear to next week, uh, and uh, I, I can't even swear to this week. Uh, once we talk about the episode, I I got so many questions. Uh, so we'll get to that. Uh, I'm David Brody from Elvis Street on the Morning Show. That, of course, is Jamie from Light FM in New York. Nationally syndicated into New York from New York and only New York. But still, nationally syndicated on iHeartRadio. <laughs> so wherever you are, if you want to hear uh, Jamie's show in the morning... Uh, you guys don't podcast the show, right? There's no way to listen after the show? No, we don't. It's a one and done. All right. You can't listen to Jamie's show because you got to listen to Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I'm sorry. But again, if you want Christmas music, you guys you guys are playing Christmas music already, right? Not yet? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, we already started that. That's right. You got, I forgot. Yeah. If you want your Christmas music early uh, and maybe one Hanukkah song in the month of December, Light FM 106.7, the light that, what's the slogan? Keep Wait the light on. The light. Oh, oh, that's old. I we don't even use that. I don't know. It's the. It's the. It's more variety, more music, more a, music, a light more in variety. the darkness. <laughs> when it comes to heavyweights, we're light. Whatever it is, you, you know. Everyone, you guys have a light FM station. You, you know when you you go into the dentist or you're at a funeral. No, 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 no. You, oh God. No, I'm sorry. Light FM in New York is much different. They actually play uh, pop music, up to date, rhythmic stuff. 
They just don't play a lot of hard hard rock and a lot of hip hop, right? Would that be fair? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's, fair. that's and, fair. And and there's a full show there in between in the morning. Right, but boy, they curse like crazy. Oh yeah, we do. Filthy mouths. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Uh, episode one eighty six. So let's. There's a little bit of news I want to talk about. Then we're going to talk about what can only be described as the princess episode. Oh, for sure. Right, or princesses coming out party, or the what do they call it? A homecoming dance for princess. Or oh, um, a quinceanera, or, or a cotillion for princess. Or yeah, right. Or or her. I don't know what else you have. Her bat mitzvah. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was her. It was her, her big homecoming. Uh, her homecoming. What, what's the other one? The uh, her um, confirmation party. Oh. Whatever you want to. Whatever the big party is. Party. Sweet sixteen. Whatever. Whatever. We haven't said already twice. That's that's the episode. So let's talk about a couple of things that are in the news of the world of The Walking Dead. There's a Fear the Walking Dead digital spin-off series called Dead in the Water coming. I, I guess I don't, now digital, I don't know if that means YouTube, streaming only on AMC Premiere or, or AMC Plus or whatever. I don't they don't say where it's gonna be, but there is a digital series coming, which means just it won't be on broadcast television. Now the only thing that makes it a spin-off from Fear the Walking Dead, well I'll tell you I'll tell you what it's about, and then well, Jamie, I want you to tell me how it's a spin-off of Fear the Walking Dead. This, it's the story of a submarine crew fighting for survival, cut off from the surface world just as the apocalypse hits, becoming a nuclear-fueled, walker-filled death trap with no way out. Oh. How, how is that a spinoff of Fear the Walking Dead? Because in the Fear the Walking Dead, there was that giant submarine yes, that the, was on the land, and the guys were yes. either spray-painting or painting right on there. That's right, correct. Those exact words. Right, so we are going to get a, a backstory... On the men and women who were in for the seamen that were in the submarine. Oh, we're going to get a big seamen backstory. <laughs> Here we go. A big digital <laughs> seamen story. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on Pornhub. Oh, I don't, God. I, what or I say AMC.com, maybe. AMC.com. Uh, com, oh. Com. I said I meant oh. com. So, yes. Sir. So, the seamen show <laughs> will be only on digital to find out what happened when the seamen washed up in Texas. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. That's, that's what, what I'm reading here. That's what I'm hearing. It's the impression I'm getting. <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. That will be back as a reminder, Sunday, April 11th, 2021. That's or as pretty people soon. in my old neighborhood of Brooklyn say, 21. 21. Tw- no, 21. Oh, 21. They would say, I can't even do it. <laughs> right. They would say 12, not 12. Then they would say 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. That's like, all no. Joe Pesci. Well, that Joe Pesci sounds like he's from my area. Yeah. <laughs> hey, try you through a roof, try off a roof, or try you through a window three times. Oh my God. Yeah. Now, I don't speak that way, but there have been times in my life I may have. I don't know. There may be people listening. Talk, listeners, again, we've established we're the talkers, you're the listeners. I don't yeah, mean to be yes, offensive. Yes, we established that. That uh, I'm sure you guys may have, you might not be going, holy shit, I say 12. <laughs> holy shit, I never realized I say 12. You, but you do, and it's wrong. It's, it's endearing. It's cute, but not correct. I'm not going to grammar police you, by the way. That's, that's the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Speaking of the Brooklyn Boys podcast, before we go any further, we put out that survey last week, and yes. I said, tweet us at walkers underscore talkers. Shame on you, Marcus. You didn't listen. Marcus was so, Marcus DC was so excited, he tweeted at us before I was finished explaining where to tweet us. So, <laughs> Marcus. Most people hit reply to when I posted there was a new episode. So they replied to AMC Talking Dead, AMC oh. Walking Dead. They, they, they replied to everybody because I don't I don't know if everybody knows how to reply without replying all. 
or to start a new tweet, and that's fine. There's there's easy ways to do it. If you're on your uh, your mobile device, as they say, your app should have a button that says reply or reply all. Or you can just delete the other names manually. Or oh, that's true. if you're on the desktop version of Twitter, when you hit reply, right, it doesn't ask you reply or reply all, but it shows all of the um, names in uh, blue hyperlinks. All the handles, yeah. Right, you can you can undo those. You can so you don't hit reply all. Anyway, so to the people that said yes, I'm not I'm not finding fault because I love you. Um, we still don't have enough yeses to order shirts. Oh man, I'm assuming no, you guys people... haven't all listened yet to the, the podcast. People. For the people. So if you are one of those people who said, yeah, I want one, they'll, they'll have enough. Yeah. I need an, act- <laughs> an accurate count. Again, don't DM me. Don't send me snail mail to my house. Oh, God. Don't fly a plane over with smoke. <laughs> Just tweet at walkers underscore talkers. Yes, I would want a shirt, and this is the size I would want. So I can okay. maybe place an order for 12 and know the sizes. All yeah. Right? All right. Now, that being said, Jamie, you have some news for me, for us, for everybody? I do. So Robert Kirkman reveals how the anthology spinoff tales are going to differ from the main show a little bit. Oh, oh those those short uh, little series. The, the little short yes. series. So he said that they will do things that are much different than what we're seeing in the main series. I cannot wait for this. So they're basically like little self-contained zombie stories with new and existing characters, including some characters that may have died by yes. the time yes. we reached the season finale, which is, you know, we're 10 years in. And he said that it's very much underway, that they are already, it sounds like they're filming it, because he said, we hope it makes it past oh. the first season. All right. So All right. I am pumped. I cannot wait to see this. Now, uh, any idea, does it say what characters might be in it? It doesn't say. It says new and existing. So I would love, you know, our OGs on the show, like I would love to see more of their backstory, you know, oh. learn as much as we can about them. Okay. Uh, I just Googled the article, uh, uh, I, what you're talking about. It says, okay, it says, you know, Robert Kirkman, it says, we're hopeful we'll be able to jump forward and backward in time. And he says, characters expected to return include Abraham Ford, Michael Cutlets. Woo! Which, by the way, if he's in it, we'd know already. Because he would... Oh, you know, yeah, that's true. Beta is going to get an episode. Oh, it yes. also says, it says here there's gonna, it, that some people may get one episode and some people may get a miniseries. Like a few episodes. Really? Oh, it says Eastman's coming back. The guy who no trained way. the guy who trained Morgan to use his stick. Yep. From season six. So Oh, I like that. I'm watching a show with him on it right now called Big Sky. Did you see that? No, what's that about? Human trafficking and the guy that plays Eastman is a state trooper, but he's into real shady business, I'll put it that way. Huh. It's actually phenomenal. It's really good. Oh, okay. It's on ABC. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't know if I have time to add that to my, my platter, but it sounds interesting. It's very good. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Speaking of shows, I'm not sure I'm going to watch. Uh, AMC announced a partnership with Hot Ones producers. Now, Hot Ones is Chris Evans, not Captain America, who brings on celebrities and he asks them questions. He interviews them while they're eating super hot wings. <laughs> You haven't seen that? It's, isn't there a super? Isn't there a YouTube guy that does that? That's the guy. Oh, it is the guy. But oh, his production sorry. company and the show is called oh. Hot Ones. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. Hey, that sounds like a guy on YouTube. Who eats for, yes, <laughs> that's like a guy. That's a guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, huh. I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah. Anyway, they are putting together a show called Run the Dish, an original series, a cooking show inspired by the world of The Walking Dead. I'm <gasps> assuming they'll be making Carol's cookies like YouTube. Stop. 
Um, I'm gonna. I want to go on that show. I've made them a million times. <laughs> so it says they're gonna leverage the strength of food and fandom for an unconventional cooking show featuring apocalypse-inspired dishes created by celebrity chefs and the Walking Dead universe talent. So people what? from the Walking Dead and uh, will be on the show cooking. You know. I have the Walking Dead cookbook at my house here. Okay, well, maybe they'll make deer or... or uh, I, I, I want to be on the show. That's amazing. Or, or whatever else they... Well, if I, I like to consider you Walking Dead talent, so maybe you'll be able to do that. Yeah. So I wouldn't mention to them, if you go to audition, that they remind you of another show on YouTube where the guy eats... <laughs> no, I won't. Eats, oh, yeah. oh, God. Wings, so. No, I won't say that. No, <laughs> oh, you guys do the same thing. Oh, yeah. You guys ripping off that guy on YouTube? <laughs> Let's. This is going to be a very. Uh, this is going to be a much quicker episode of Walkers and Talkers, uh, because I took notes on every single thing in the episode, as I always do, as we, you know, when I we recap the episode. Yep. And as it turns out, the actors on the show, when they first read the script, they weren't giving it given an advanced copy, so they read the script for the first time at the table read. Uh, I did want to jump ahead to what Kari Payton said about this episode, because. He was on Talking Dead talking about it, and he said, They just gave it to me cold and had me read the script. Halfway through the script, I was angry. I was pissed. I said, What the hell are they doing? Why would Ezekiel say this? Why would he just pop off on someone like this? That's not the way he would react. I was so mad, I was going to call. He says, I was going to write Angela Kang an email. I'm going to put my foot down. And then I got to the end of the script, and I realized it's not Ezekiel at all. And at that point, I fell in love with the script. All right, before we go any further, uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? 
I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. So let's talk about how we feel about the episode before I break down the episode. I do want to read a couple of tweets that we got from uh, the listeners. <laughs> Cheryl Pangborn said, terrible episode, vomit emoji. What? Justin, at Kicklow, big Brooklyn Boys fan, uh, he's, oh, he didn't say he hated the episode. He said, I feel like I have disappointed at David Brody and all of the listeners of the Walkers and Talkers podcast, as embarrassingly, only today did I find out that Andrew Lincoln, Rick, is British and speaks with an accent. I'm only in season, I'm only in season three of The Walking Dead. Oh my God. I'm sorry, forgive me. So, I don't know when Justin's going to hear this episode. It's going to oh, be a in while. a long time. <laughs> but he didn't know. No, so, newsflash, I would say a thir- at least a third of the cast is British. Oh, yeah. Maggie, Morgan. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> right. So, don't be surprised that you're going to find a lot more people of British. A putting, lot. Putting on the fake Georgia accent. <laughs> uh, I So, tra- uh, our friend Trevor at Trev's Chan 2 uh, called it the worst episode ever. Oh. <gasps> The guys at Knockbro Nation that I follow, N-O-C-B-R-O Nation, they loved it, thought it was a unique episode and a great way to showcase Princess. So with that being said, what did you think of the episode, Jamie? I'm leaning more towards, I thought it was a, a unique episode and I liked how it showcased Princess and we learned her background and her trauma. There was some parts I was like, well, that's a little weird, but for the most part, I, I enjoyed it. So a lot of people said that she's not a big enough character to handle her own episode. And to showcase her for the whole episode. I would say that in reality... Ouch. He didn't like the episode either, right? She, she, didn't. <laughs> she didn't either. Sorry. Is that dog? Is it's that dog. dog. I, I kidnapped dog. <laughs> and no one's home, so I don't know what she's brought yet. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> All right, very good. Nope. I'm so sorry. You, you want to hang on one second? Sure. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Piper, come here. Looking back at the episode, it wasn't really her alone. Because whether they were real or not, Ezekiel was in the episode. Eugene was in the episode. Yumiko spoke briefly. So it wasn't like it was only her all the time. It's just in reality, it was only her. By the way, spoiler, yes. if you haven't seen the episode, yeah. most of it was a hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> She had a very rough childhood. Her stepfather beat her. Her mother didn't support her. It sounds like she got locked in small rooms often to be punished. And as such, she kind of went a little stir-crazy, locked up in the train car. Yeah. I'm going to call claustrophobic bullshit that she just happened to be thrown into a train car. (laughs) But she was reciting all the state capitals in alphabetical order, trying to stay sane, trying to not lose her mind. Almost like a self-soothing mechanism. Right. As it turned out, she did lose her mind a little bit. Uh, I'm going to focus on the stuff that was real. Uh, I'm not going to call happens to be a hole in the train car bullshit because as it tur- <laughs> I was going to, but as it turns out, uh, there wasn't. it wasn't. I'm also not going to call how come the guards don't turn to the left bullshit when she's on the back of the train. Uh, I, you know what? I thought the same thought and then I realized afterward, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I can't call the guards were always walking in pairs bullshit. But yet one guard comes in by himself to bring her food bullshit. I can't yeah. call that because she never actually saw the two guards. She looked out the crack and may have thought she saw guards, but we don't know what was real and what wasn't. 
So when, when, I, when we get to the part where we recap Talking Dead, I will tell you what the writer of the episode said was real and what wasn't. Because she made it clear what actually did happen. She did. Okay. So this part's real. The episode picks up where the original finale ended, which is them getting uh, surrounded at the train yard by the Commonwealth soldiers. Princess gets punched. Yumiko gets punched. Princess yelled, don't hurt Yumiko. She calls one of the soldiers a shithead uh, as they throw her into the train car. So there's your curse for the mini season because I yeah. think they only get the one. But by the way, we just curse. So ex- we got Oh, Gabriel said fuck last episode. Oh, well, I get one an episode. Oh, oh, one an episode. Okay, well, there it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean one for this. I meant one, one oh. per episode, I believe. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think, or maybe... He got the big one. Or maybe he got it used the to be, it used to be one per season. Maybe they're, maybe they're relaxing them. Yeah. And maybe Shithead is not considered top-level curse. I don't know. <laughs> At some point, she hears the walkie-talkies and the soldiers talking, and one of them says, I can't wait to tell Mercer. If you didn't catch that, that's one of the things that was said. Mercer, we've mentioned on this podcast before, he's a big deal in the comics. He wears red yeah. armor... And that's why we had thought may have been the guy that was hanging out with Maggie if she had come from the Commonwealth. But clearly, she's not from the Commonwealth because, you know, they, they would have recognized these people or or, oh, yeah. or something. I don't, I don't get the impression Maggie's from there because she, she's with the people she was with. And she said most of them have been killed. And there's not many left. So if she was with Georgie, then maybe Georgie left and then formed the Commonwealth or went to the Commonwealth and rose to power as the governor of the Commonwealth. So maybe we'll see her again. Anyway, he has he also has two cool weapons he walks around with, but he just got cast in the show by a guy named Michael, uh, who, uh, being played by Michael J. Shaw, and so we're not going to see Mercer until probably a few episodes into next season, yeah. because they're already filming next season, and he just got the job, unless he filmed and they didn't announce it, but they made it seem like he just got hired to play Mercer. So I have to imagine. We're going to see a bunch of other episodes in season 11 before Before we get back to this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm not going to get into a whole lot of what happened because it didn't really happen. Just know that she imagined talking to Yumiko. She imagined she may have gotten a splinter in her hand for real. I think she did. I think the splinter was real, which is the name of the episode. Yeah. At some point, I wanted to call perfect timing bullshit because he came into the car to take her. And uh, at this point, she had already imagined speaking to Eugene, who told her to go back in the car, that he didn't want to ruin it, that these yeah. are probably good people. So she goes back in the car, perfect timing, and a soldier comes into the train car and takes her to be interrogated. But it's not perfect timing because it wasn't real. No. <laughs> okay. So this is the part that was a little creepy. They strip her down to, uh, and they shower her. Either to check for walker yeah. bites because she says, I don't have any bites. Or to, I don't know, look for weapons. But that guy looked her up and down a bunch of times. It was it was pervy. There was a moment where he didn't make eye contact. <laughs> well, she looked like she had a good body, so, you know. Well, she does have a good body. But, I, you know, you know. I, look, I don't know how, how, how she is as far as grooming. But there's an apocalypse <laughs> going on. I would imagine she was probably like, dude, uh, you shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't have I'm not prepared. For that particular region. It's apocalyptic down there. Yeah, it's apocalyptic. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So that was a little uncomfortable for her, but she didn't seem to care. I guess it's the apocalypse. At that point, you don't care about anything. 
Yeah. Anyway, she gets taken to be interrogated. Now, I, we had talked about that guy maybe being Lance Hornsby from the comics, but Lance Hornsby isn't violent, and this guy got violent. So either they've changed his character or that wasn't him. So wherever wherever the interrogation is, that room, is it in the Commonwealth? And did they blindfold her, put a bag on her head? Or do they happen to have an interrogation area by the train yard? Which it would... seems like they have some off-site something. Right. So they took her somewhere, but not to Commonwealth and not yes. in the train yard. Somewhere in between, yeah, like, maybe. like a side uh, right. trailer. <laughs> the guy keeps asking her name, and she's being very difficult. Eventually, she says, Princess. And he's like, eh, your name isn't Princess. Yeah, come on, honey. And she keeps asking how Yumiko is, because she saw Yumiko get hit, for real. He won't answer any questions. And she says, why can't I see her? And he says, because you won't give us any answers, and you're being a bitch. Oh, and then he backhands her in the jaw. Really hard. Knocks her yeah, down. Yeah, really hard. Now, later in the episode, she tells who she believes is Ezekiel. That her stepfather beat her. And that her jaw had been damaged many times and had healed before. Mm. But that he happened to hit her in an area where she suffered damage before. Yeah. This is this is uh, her comic book backstory, by the way. She said, same thing, where she had this happen to her. She had a bad childhood. And that's probably why she's a little, you know, a little off-centered, we'll call it. So a lot happens where we think she's talking to Eugene and she's talking to Ezekiel who she imagines comes in through the top of her train car. One of the soldiers opens the door to bring her food. We don't see where Ezekiel went to because at the moment we're thinking, oh, Ezekiel better hide because we don't know he's fake at this point. Right? I was screaming. I'm like, what is she doing? (laughs) Right. And so I'm like, did he hide under the... um, that tarp in there, the tarp? Or whatever. Like, where is he hiding? And so she starts apologizing to him for the interrogation and not being helpful. And she's sorry it got out of hand. And she didn't mean to be aggressive. And all of a sudden, boom! He goes down in the <laughs> same way that Maze got killed last week. Oh, yeah. From right? the side. Like, like, out of nowhere. Boom! Spoiler, boom. spoiler Maze is dead from last week. It looks like Ezekiel knocked knocked him down, and it looked like Princess was stunned that Ezekiel would do that. Well, that's because normally Ezekiel wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, why is one guy bringing them food, right? Because you should at least have a backup. Exactly. I'll tell you why later, but it didn't make sense at the time. So uh, I thought at this point they were going to do a Luke and Han Solo bit where they take his armor off and Ezekiel dresses up like like one of the troopers. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was disrobing him to put on his armor. Right, I thought he was taking his gloves off. I was like, whoa. He was, he was tying his hand, <laughs> he handcuffed him. He must have taken the handcuffs off his hip, his body, I don't know. Um, and so they Ezekiel, it looks like, holds him at gunpoint. They ask about uh, Yumiko again. And he says, if your friend needed help, we helped her. He says, our, He says, look, our slogan is, for the benefit of all into all that seek solace at our gates, or something like that. Yeah. That's what we stand for. Like, we're good people. The guy says, maybe it's possible we're not the bad guys. Maybe if you stay, we really can help you. We have access to things that are valuable. And Princess says, let's say you actually are helpful, even though you look like a bunch of scary action figures come to life. (laughs) The guy says, I don't have any real answers. I'm on probation. I'm going to lose my job. I'm just a rookie. Um, I don't get real answers. He said, I'm such a rookie, that gun isn't even loaded. 
and he distracts them for a second when yeah. they go to look at the gun. He hits Ezekiel. Um, they uh, they overpower him again. It looks like Ezekiel is choking him, and um, uh, Princess is yelling, "Don't kill him! Don't kill him! Let him go! Stop!" And he's punching the crap out of this guy's face. Really bad. And then Ezekiel says, no one is going to hurt me anymore. That's when I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. When was he abused? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> then he starts remembering things, and then you realize she's remembering things. There's blood on her hands and her face, and the whole thing was in her mind. They have the exact same blood uh, spot on their foreheads. Right. Right. So she runs out of the train car with the gun, which has a bayonet on the end. She goes, she's about to go under a fence. She hears Ezekiel talking. Again, she's imagining it. He's standing on the other side of the fence with two train conductors. The uh, walkers dressed as train dead, conductors. Dead ones. Dead walkers. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, oh, she's imagining dress up again. Like when she dressed up everybody in town. Yes. And put them in, in positions. And um, uh, Ezekiel, uh, Kari Payton said that's the first time it struck him for a minute that you never get to like hang out and stand next to walkers. Never. Because they're going to eat you. I would think Michonne was the only one that could do that when she had the slaves, when oh, she yeah. cut their mouths off and their arms off, where they where she could stand next to them, they couldn't really do much to her. Yeah. So uh, Ezekiel took a minute. He said, I didn't realize I was standing next to him. It was a pretty cool scene. He says to her, you should leave. Those people aren't really your friends. You should leave them there. Like, get away. And you, you, know, you know you want to leave. And she says, if I leave, then I would be just like my mother. And he says to her, your mother was a monster. And she's, well, I had a lot of good people in my life. And she starts listing all the people listing all the people in her life that were good. And she said, and these people are good. They came back for me. So she genuinely likes the people on the show, which is good. Yes, she, she does. She goes back to the train car to talk to the soldier and apologizes to him. And then she's talking to Ezekiel. And he says, who are you talking to now? Because he saw her talking to Ezekiel before. And she yeah. says... I'm not crazy. Sure, there's ADHD, anxiety, PTSD, oh, God, depression, yes. active imagination. All that stuff helps me cope. <laughs> she says, I'm not going to put the gun down, but she takes his handcuffs off. Now, again, when you're taking his handcuffs off, he could have punched her at that point. I was waiting for that. Right? The same actually. way the same way that... Uh, she punched him. <laughs> that Daryl was having his hands tied. And you go, how did uh, that woman... What's her name? I don't remember her name. Leah. Leah. How did Leah... You know, keep keep him at bay when she couldn't possibly tie the knot while she had the gun on him. So exactly. He doesn't hit her for some reason. And I, I'll explain why in a minute. She asked him if he's really going to lose his job and get in trouble. He says yes. And he says, you people are just going to go back to the, the crappy part of the world you came from. You know, you guys can leave. She says, well, how can we help each other? What if I answer all of your, your questions and he says, I don't know, maybe. So she says, look, I just met these people. I don't know how old they are. I don't know where they're from. She says their names, but she says, I don't know them very long. I don't know how they got here. She hands him back his rifle. So he says, we just needed to know if you could play ball with us. He puts his armor back on and his face is all bloody. He oh, puts his armor so back bloody. on and she <laughs> says, when can I see my friends? And he says, right now. They open the train car door. Oh, my God. And there are the three, there's three guards, each with one of the other three survivors, with black hoods on their head. And uh, they put a black hood on her because they're going to take her wherever they're going. Now, I don't think they're bad people because they aren't bad people in the comics. I don't think they're bad yeah. people here. 
Um, I think they're maybe accepting of her, and now they're going to take them to the Commonwealth. I don't think they're going to torture them, but I think the whole thing was a setup. I think mm. this guy let himself get captured. He let himself get beaten up, or 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 he he didn't expect it to happen, but it did, right? He let himself get jumped. He did, and he got her to talk, and I think that was the plan. That's why he went in alone without a second person. Yeah, right. He didn't have a gun pulled on her. He allowed himself to be beaten up. So uh, he let himself to be vulnerable. He in wanted there. right. He wanted to see how violent she'd get, how bad she is. Now he she could have killed him. <laughs> she could. If that was the gamble, that's a pretty big gamble. Yeah, it is. So, do you think they are going to take them as prisoners, or do you think that they are going to take them to the Commonwealth that they believe them now? I'm kind of caught in between because I feel like they don't have enough information yet to trust them to like, welcome to our community. We have bakeries and welcome. I don't think they're at that point yet. So I feel like they may be taken to another offsite or maybe the gateway to Commonwealth and they need to get more answers. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. You have to be really trusted to be just let yeah. the bakery, you know. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They got cookies in there and cakes. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right, let's take our last break. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Okay, so they showed a scene from next week. I'll get to all the scenes at the end. We'll combine them uh, before we discuss it. So Talking Dead, did you watch Talking Dead? Oh, I did. Loved it. So Kari Payton, Paolo Lazaro was on who plays Princess. Ron Funches, who I normally like very much on sitcoms, I thought he was terrible on the show. Did you like him? 
was he high or something? Like it was a little strange. Yeah, normally, normally he's he's more he he, he talks like this. He's Ron Funches, uh, yeah, right. But he's usually a little more upbeat than that. And this he time was he was just kind of like I'm Ron Funches and I watched The Walking Dead. Nine, 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 nine. That's actually pretty pretty dead on. And by the way, that's not me making fun of him. That's an impression. I like that's him. That's literally what he said. I like, like him very much. But Ron Funches had sort of like a thing like that where he talked like that. And anyway, so. He just seemed like like spaced out. I, he did. I thought the same thing. I'm like, what's up with him? So tonight? I did not enjoy that. So I'm not going to discuss any of his theories. I just he was out of it. <laughs> uh, they did have producer and co-writer Vivian C or C. Uh, she spells yeah. it T S E, but I think they pronounced it C. So she co-wrote the episode. Uh, they both agreed. Uh, they both admitted uh, Carrie and Paolo. They did not know that it was Princess's imagination the whole time until they got to that part of the script. And they were both surprised when they read it. The writer, Vivian, says when they pitched the idea of the episode, they didn't tell Angela Kang what the twist was so that she would have the same reaction. And Angela said, well, I need to know what the episode's about. They said, we can't tell you. So imagine, <laughs> that was funny. and she's the boss going, well, I need to know. They're like, we, we can't tell you. We can't tell you exactly. Now, they had a very special in memoriam. Now, in memoriam <laughs> is where they show who died, usually with a funny <laughs> yes. caption if it's a walker dying. They'll make up some funny nickname for the walker. This was the first ever in memoriam, which they called a no memoriam because no one on the show died. It's no, and no happens. walkers died. It's the first episode ever, which is also why a lot of people are upset because it was basically a drama about princess's life. Yeah. And they, she even said at, on the talking dead, she goes, Oh God. Yeah. We have to add a walker in there. They're like they almost had an episode with not one walker. <laughs> right. Which was just kind of like, I didn't realize Very it. Anti-Walking Dead. Anti-Walking Dead. It, so there was... <laughs> you gotta no, have at least one in there, lady. So there was no death. So there was really no in memoriam. So, but they said it returns next week. So yes, Now, we all, next week's... Ep, well, we'll talk about next week in a minute. Chris Hardwick and Vivian discussed this, and she said the first scene when they get captured, the interrogation is real, and at the end, when she beats up the soldier, that whole thing is real. Those are all... In, that, that really happened. So she was yes. interrogated. They were captured. She does beat them up, and she does see them all captured at the end. Everything else was imaginary. So we don't know what happened to everybody else. Uh, I don't know if we'll see their interrogations, but none of that actually happened. So you live. We all lived a lie. I I thought the Eugene the Ezekiel's like, oh, that's not real. But then the Eugene part, I thought that was real. They got me. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that seemed real. And Yumiko uh, suffering. That a seemed bit, real. Seemed real. So okay. Uh, scene for next week, Daryl and Dog are returning uh, with Carol. They're, they're leaving wherever they were. They're going back to camp. And uh, it looks like they split up. Uh, there's a there's a fork in the road, and Carol goes one way and to return to Alexandria, and Daryl goes another way. And Dog, excuse me, chooses Carol. Yeah, Dog goes with Carol. Now, I don't know <laughs> if he stays with Carol the whole time. Uh, maybe that's to... Maybe that's because uh, he can't be in the scenes wherever Daryl's going to go. They don't want to show whatever happens to Daryl next. So there's only two episodes left in this season. Daryl got salty, though. Daryl goes on a mission and Carol goes back. Well, Carol goes on a mission and then ends up back at Alexandria. Because at some point they show her with Cooper Andrews and she's saying, what can I do to help? What can I fix? Yeah, she wants some hard labor. Right, I want to fix something. And he's like, no, everything's done. We're good. (laughs) We we did everything while you were gone, like politely saying like, thanks, but like while you were off gallivanting with your boy, 
We got everything done. <laughs> Daryl sees a walker in a car. Carol is stuck in what looks like maybe a, an office or a hospital or something, and she's got to cut her way through a wall. Uh, I don't know if that's after Alexandria or on her way home. I don't see the dog anywhere. So, um... He better be okay. Right, and then here's Negan <laughs> is in the finale. So those are our two episodes remaining. Cannot wait to see Hillary Burton Morgan as Lucille. Or Je- Jeffrey's wife. Or Jeffrey's Too many wife. names. It's too many, too many... Yeah, she's got a lot of too names. Too many syllables. It's his real-life wife. Yes, I... Real, real, see, real-life wife is three syllables. What's her name? Okay, real-life wife. What's her name? Hillary, Hillary Burton Morgan. Right, that's six. Real-life wife. Right, that's too, it's too much. Too much. His real-life wife. Done. Yeah, done. Uh, next week on Talking Dead, we've got Melissa McBride, Cooper Andrews, and Property Brothers' twin brother, Drew Scott. Oh, he doesn't give such great input, but okay. Yeah, he's all right. I like him personally, but maybe but on this in show. In terms of a fan of the show, I'm like, sometimes I'm yelling at him. I'm like, did you even watch? <laughs> yeah, I remember the last time he was on. We were like, hey, what is he talking about? He's like that guy, the thing in the woods and that guy, you know? Right. I'm like, oh. Right. Like I've been a little bit recently where I'm like, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? Oh, we both of it. We had to get, you know, back in the groove. Right. But yeah, I forgot Leah's name for a split second. It's fine. I didn't forget Dog's name. She is a, yeah, I know, you can't forget Dog's name. Dog's name, right. Now, I would tell you if Leah was unattractive, I might have remembered her name. But I remember she was attractive. <laughs> she is attractive. I'm like, oh, the hot girl from the cabin. <laughs> With the red hair, right. she's pretty. Right, so I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone if I've, if I've offended any attractive people or unattractive <laughs> people. I apologize. There's a teaser out uh, for next episode. No, I'm sorry. Is it? There's another teaser out for season 11. Yes. This is the creepiest one. This one's. It's a subway wall. I don't know where the subway trains. I don't think. Pittsburgh, That's what I was wondering. I where think the maybe hell is Pittsburgh this? has a subway. I think. Don't tweet me. I, I can look it up. Uh, and I've been to Pittsburgh. I just don't remember a subway. But there may be a there may be a, a small subway system. I'm sure there is. Anyway, there's a subway wall, and it says, "If there is a god spray painted, he will have to beg for my forgiveness." So I wonder Good who wrote Lord. that. Huh. Good Lord. That's a teaser for season eleven. Yes, it is. That's the third one, I believe. It is. We had the ice cream cones, the, the cake, cake, and now the subway And wall. the cake one is the one that had the pictures on the wall of a lost person. Yes. So there you go. So overall, uh, tweet us at usual places, uh, at David Brody, at the Talking Jamie, at Walkers underscore Talkers. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Don't hold back. Um, <laughs> you haven't already tweeted us, so we, we couldn't read your tweets. So um, feel free, now that we've watched it. I know, I think I told a couple of people. Don't tweet too much because we may not have watched it. Well, I think we're back on our <laughs> we're back on a regular pace now, where we're watching it relatively on time. At least by Monday night, we we've, we've watched it, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, overall, eh, sorry, wasn't it was okay. The, I don't know if it was the worst episode ever. I don't think it was the worst ever. Most people think uh, uh, the episode with uh, Daryl and Beth was the worst. Also, the one with Tara and Heath in the woods that got a lot of flack. Uh, that may be my least favorite. Yeah. That especially when when she comes up behind the walker that happens to have dreadlocks. Ah, oh, come on. Now. That was dreadlock bullshit. <laughs> that was major dreadlock. That was bullshit. like when they came up behind the walker that looked like Madison from behind when yep, Ma- at the in hotel the in the bar yep. when Madison was still alive and like, "Oh, uh, that, that's not Madison." <laughs> Enough. Enough with that. But dreadlocks really 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 Yeah, that, that they they tried to play us. All right. All right. We're going to now we're going to try this, Jamie. Because we okay. did not have a lot of luck the past couple of weeks. I'm so sorry. All right, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna <laughs> just set you up, Jamie. This is the part where we end the podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you mentally prepared? 
Man, I've been training all week. <laughs> have you thought about what you're going to say? Have you looked at the script? Do you have your lines memorized? <laughs> I do. They're, they're in my head. Okay. Remember, timing. 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 You, know old, you know the old joke, Jamie? Uh, what's the most important thing about comedy? Uh, Jamie, I, here's what you do. You go, Jamie, do you know what the most important thing about comedy is? Timing. Timing. No, don't ruin the joke. You're supposed oh, to say what, so and then I, you can't even do it. I can't even. I can't even. You can't. You can't even do that right. What, Jamie? What's the most important three things about real estate? Three things. What are they? Location, location, location. Uh, right. Jamie, what's the most important thing about doing comedy? What Timing. is it? Yes. That's how it's supposed to work. See, okay. that's that's how. There it's, we okay. go. Jamie, it's time. What time is it? It's time. It's time to, to shut, shut this shit down. down. You, you did it again. I did it again. What did you do? I don't know. I'm following the delay of my ear and it's really fucking with me. Sorry. Just say it. I we, we just spent 20 minutes ramping up to it. We should take a commercial break before we try to shut the shit down. We should. All right, we'll be right back with Jamie trying to shut this shit down. And then we come back and I go, Dad, we're back from commercial. Jamie, are you ready? Jamie, I'm this ready. is it. We'll try it one more time. Okay. okay. Jamie. Yes. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time, it's time to shut, to shut, that shut shit this down. shit down. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's it. It's time to shut this shit down. That's all you got to say. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.